ever have those days when you are just so confused about your business that you are discouraged, you're frustrated, you don't know which way to go, which end is up, and that all of the noise that is coming at you is telling you to go a certain way, but your gut is telling you no. This is where a business clarity map comes in very handy. A business clarity map is mapping out and creating a chart that reminds you what you know to be true about you and your business today. So that when the noise is getting really loud, when the options are endless and the decisions you have to make are feeling so big and you just don't know what to say yes to, what to say no to, having a tool like a business clarity map can be the saving grace. It can be the one thing that you can pull out and say, you know what, this is where I'm headed. This is what I know about my business today. And it can shine a light and help you make important decisions way faster and way easier. So that's why I'd like to talk to you today about building your own business clarity map. Hello there, and welcome to the SELA Entrepreneur Podcast, where we take a look at doing online business a little differently for women over 50. I'm your host, Marta Gertsen, entrepreneur and business owner since 2008. And for far too long, I struggled with trying to figure out what I wanted to be when my business and I grew up. I was tired of buying all the courses and downloading all the freebies, all in the hope that the answer I was longing for would suddenly appear. Turns out, clarity doesn't come in an instant. It's a journey of discovery and finding answers layer by layer. As I took action, I learned what type of work I really loved to do, who I had fun serving, and the problems I loved to help them solve. That clarity gave me the confidence to start designing a simple, sustainable business that I could steward well, and I'd love to help you do the same. If you're ready to find the clarity you're longing for, then you're in the right place. Let's take this journey of discovery together. Early on in my business, when I first started way back in the internet dark ages of 2008, I started because I needed to. One, I was on the edge of total burnout, especially emotional on the emotional end from my last corporate job. I was working extremely long hours. I was using up a lot of my vacation time and my even my sick days to take care and to take on greater caregiving responsibilities with my with some aging family members but also the business I was working for was starting to struggle and we can kind of see that things were not going really well and so the pressure on the teams to make everything work was it grew and it grew to the point where I actually remember walking down the stairs of my apartment and on the way to do a weekend trade show and sat on the stairs and just started bawling. I was, something had to change. I was exhausted. I was burned out. And it seemed like no matter how hard I tried, it didn't help. And it didn't make the management happy. And my poor dog ran up the stairs, sat next to me, and he was very concerned. That was a sign that something had to change. And also, I needed the freedom and the flexibility to be there for the people that I needed to help. So it just, it became a point where I had to make a change. Amazingly, the business I was working for allowed me to go part-time. They still needed me to finish up um, some large projects for them. And in order to take some of the pressure off, they let me to start my business on the side and continue with them two or three days a week. And what a gift that was. It took a lot of pressure off starting my business. And then eventually, uh, when the business did end up closing shop, I was in way better shape than most of my fellow employees. I was able to take the business I had and go into it full time. 
So the problem with that, however, is that I did start out of necessity. I started quickly. And so I just kind of jumped into what I knew I could do right away, which wasn't wrong. It just caused problems later on. I knew I had very strong admin skills. I'd actually been taking some classes on web design and I'd been playing with WordPress on my own. And so I started as a virtual assistant, took a couple classes because virtual assistants was just kind of on the edge of people actually knowing what it was. And so I took some classes, understood some of the tech that I needed to understand, how to manage multiple clients. And it was, I was so glad I could take those classes. And it was a great introduction to running a business, running a virtual business and serving my clients from my computer at home. It was awesome. But then I actually discovered that one, I love learning. You told me that in high school, I would have laughed at you. But all of a sudden now I was learning things that were fun, that were engaging that could move my business forward that were great for personal development. And so I started taking all the classes and taking all the courses to learn, 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 which in the end just muddied the waters. Instead of having a clear vision of what I wanted my business to be, what I was trying to accomplish, and being more discerning in the type of classes I was taking, the types of groups I was signing up for, I just kind of took everything. And being a multi-passionate person to begin with, that fed that desire to learn, 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 but it wasn't strategic. It wasn't always helpful. And a lot of times it ended up being confusing or it would be a, a course that I didn't follow through with, that I didn't take action on, that I didn't apply what I learned. And it ended up being a lot of wasted money. It's in fact to the point today that I refuse to look back at, at those early years, especially and calculate how much money I spent and really kind of wasted a lot of it was very helpful and I did learn a lot, but it was nothing really that moved me or my business forward. I grew frustrated and I eventually just kind of gave up because I talked with a lot of my coaches and instructors at the time because I was in, in taking courses. I was joining memberships. I was uh, part of some smaller masterminds. And what I always ask them is how do I keep, well, one, first, how do I create a vision for my business? and then keep it front and center. And they didn't always know how to answer me. And today I understand why. Because one, I wasn't clear on what I wanted. And I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I have lots of interests. I have lots of hobbies. And I've collected a lot of skills over the years between my corporate job and then jumping into the online world with as a virtual assistant. And then also complicated things when I specialized and started focusing mainly on WordPress websites. And so all of that combined really made it hard to create a vision for my business so that I knew what I was doing. I knew where I was headed. And the idea of picking one thing is what a lot of the experts were telling me. You know, pick one thing and get really good at it. And Or, or I heard the acronym FOCUS. Follow one course until successful. That felt like a trap to me, and it felt something I needed to squirm out of because, again, I didn't understand me. I didn't understand my personality well enough to really understand how to use that in the business world and show up as me, not what all the experts were telling me. But it got to the point where things had to change. I got to the point where I finally had to draw my line in the sand and say, you know what, stop taking all the courses. Stop signing up for all the freebies and get clear about who you are as a business owner. What kind of business do you want? 
And then what is it going to take to get there? Because where I am today is not the business that I want. It's not the business that I desire. And it's, again, getting to the point where it's stressing and draining as my season of life changes. But I tried so many ways, so many times, and I just, I felt frustrated. I didn't know what to do, even with that line drawn in the sand. Then a couple things happened. One, I realized I had outgrown my business, that my skills and my talents and my experiences and just the, the length of time I'd been in business, I had grown, but my business had not. And so that also had me take a look again at what I was doing and realized that I needed to stop just trying to answer questions. I needed to ask better questions. I wasn't asking the deep questions. I wasn't asking the questions that were helpful. I was just answering the ones that came in the freebie or the course, but they weren't the questions that I needed to ask in order to really get to the core of who I was. And this is something I find similar with a lot of the women that I talk to and a lot of the women that are in my mastermind or the women that come to me for coaching. They have been so used to being told what to ask. They've been taught the formula or the framework to get to the heart of who they are, but it doesn't take into consideration who they are at the core and then how does that show up best in their business? How do they show up best for their clients? What I ended up creating was what I called a business clarity map. There was a list of questions that I knew I needed to answer that got to the core of me and got to the core of the type of business I wanted. And I needed to create a map out of it, something that was easily accessible, easy to read, and something that I could review often and then update on a regular basis as I learned more, as I got more clarity. And so this is what I want to to share with you today is how to create your own business clarity map. Because so often we forget to listen to our own gut, our own instinct, and realize, you know what, with that, with, I'm being taught in that course, this sounds great, this is going to work for you, but this is not a good fit for me. So the benefit of having a business clarity map, something that you can refer to and look back at and kind of pull out to be your grounding moment when all the excitement and all the sales, the great sales offers on those courses and groups uh, come out and you're trying to make a decision, pulling out your business clarity map becomes a filter because these are the things that you know. These are the things that you know about you and your business right now. And it does make making decisions easier. So what do you want to include in a business clarity map? Well, I think there are six core things that you need to have on here but then we also need to leave space for a few things that you personally need to know. So let's start with the core items. One, I want you to know your core values and especially your primary five core values. For me, just to give you an example, my list is gratitude, creativity, empathy, stewardship, and freedom. And I will tell you that this list has changed over time. I initially thought I had my core values back five, six years ago, and they were very appropriate right then. And then I took this again about two, two and a half years ago, and my list changed. And I realized they didn't change dramatically, but there were some subtle shifts that showed me that I had changed again, that I had grown. And again, my business had not caught up. So knowing your core values, sometimes these are going to be separate from your personal values, but a lot of times they're not because as women who work from home that run our businesses online, the type of business that we want to run is often going to replicate and be a mirror of how we want our life to be. 
So sometimes you're going to have the exact same list. My list is exactly the same for my personal life as it is for my business life. But sometimes you are going to have maybe one or two words that are a little bit different or a little couple values that are slightly different on how you want to operate your business versus how you want to run what you want represented in your life. And that's perfectly fine. But knowing what your business core values are, how you want to treat people, how you want to operate, types of thing, type of business you want to have, how you want your business to operate, how you want to feel in your business, this is very important. And this can be an important filter as you're making decisions. Another core aspect of your clarity map, you need to understand your business type. What's the best business type for you? Now, there's going to be a lot of information out there, and there's a lot of it's very good, a lot of it's very confusing. And even though I'm going to give you a list of different business types here, I don't want you to take this as set in stone. This is just information. This is just help another filter to help you look at opportunities and business uh, decisions. It's just another way to look at your business through a different lens. The first time I took something similar to this, it was an eye opener to me. I was trying to shove myself into a business type that was a terrible fit. And there was no, I, I suddenly understood why I wasn't making progress. I was trying to fit myself into a business type that didn't fit me. Sometimes as an introvert, you're being told to fit yourself into an extrovert business type or Maybe you are a researcher and or an encourager, a speaker, a coach or consultant. Each of those types of personalities and talents have different skill sets. They have different personality types. It begins to feel like there's a one size fits all business type and there isn't. Knowing the type that you fit best into and allows you to show up in your business, in your strengths is huge. And it can become a catalyst for further clarity. I know it has been for me. The three business types that I commonly refer to is a connector and relationship builder. These are people who really like to have a more intimate business. They like to know who their clients are on a personal level. They really like to do a deep dive into their business. So oftentimes they like the one-to-one or a one-to-a-small group in order to help a client or a small group of people. Then there's also personality type, business personality type number two, which is a teacher and trainer. They prefer to take big ideas and break them down to easy to understand steps. They like to teach a specific concept or demonstrate a how-to. A lot of times they're a writer or a documenter of steps. For them, they like the ease of one-to-many or a one-to-a-medium-sized group to really share their knowledge and their how-tos of what they know, how to do, and how it can help you. The third type I call an inspiring visionary. These are often people who are adopters of and testers of tech. They love to dive into all the new software and new tech that really gets them excited. They really like to innovate and bring new ideas to the table. They enjoy sharing what they've learned about tech and tech stacks and even ideas and then reporting what they've learned about all of that. For this type of person, often they like the larger audience or platform to share and broadcast all those ideas. They have a lot of fun speaking to the masses. So if you found yourself acknowledging, going, oh, you know what, that really sounds like me, but I've been trying to be over here. For me, I'm a connector and a relationship builder. But for a long time, I was trying to be an inspiring visionary. And when I look back at a lot of the projects that I've tried to do over the past, 
it didn't have that relationship and connecting element. And that is why I struggled. And that's why I struggled in a lot of the courses or a lot of the training and a lot of the memberships and, and other groups that I was a part of. They were trying to put me into a classification or type of business that wasn't a good fit. And so I never did follow through or, or learn and take what I learned and apply it to my business. So knowing what type of business fits you best and kind of getting you understanding the business model that, again, allows you to show up in your strengths and allows you to show up best for your clients is huge. The women that I've worked with in my Business Clarity Roadmap, they have taken this business personality assessment and have come back to me with big eyes and said, oh, my word, I didn't understand. I Now I see it and I get why this isn't working for me. I need to go in this direction. So Knowing the type of business that fits you best is huge. It's a huge step. Then I think you need to really get clear about who you serve. And the big hint here is it's not everyone. There is a specific target market or the type of person or or the level of experience this person has. Is it a newbie in business? Is it somebody who's been in business for a couple years? Is it somebody younger? Is it somebody older? Does your audience need to have a larger disposable income? Understanding who you serve and how you can best serve on top of the business type that fits you best, this is a powerful combination to knowing what is the foundation of your business. Do you know what they're struggling with today? Do you know the questions that are burning in their mind? Do you know what they're going to face tomorrow? Do you know how they make decisions when they face these struggles? Do you know what keeps that repeating in their heads that that keeps them up at night? Knowing this on a very deep level helps you make decisions about your marketing, about your services, your products, how you like to communicate with your clients. These are all very core foundational pieces of your business and need to be included in your business clarity map. And then there's this whole section I want you to focus on, on the problem you solve. Knowing the problem that you solve, what do you help people with? When I talk to my website design clients, the people that come to me for consulting or for actual website development, there's one of the first questions I ask them is when somebody lands on your website, the first thing you want them to know is, I help this person solve this problem. And most of the time, people can't tell me that. They can't, they don't have that information or they make it so big and grandiose that it's confusing to the website visitor. Getting that problem that you solve distilled down to a very clear statement and it can be clear, it does not have to be fancy, Plain is actually better because it gets the point across in a very small amount of space. Getting clear on the problem you solve and who you love to serve, who has that problem, that's what you need to know. That's what you need to be reminded of. And this is what's so easy to get distracted from. When you are taking, you're letting a lot of different voices into your head, a lot of different opinions in your inbox, you can get confused on what you do best. And so having this map and knowing these core foundational pieces will help you filter out the noise and decide who you need to follow and who you need to unfollow. Once you really get clear on the problem you solve, I want you to get really clear and concise. How do I solve that problem? And it needs to be something simple. People can call it an elevator pitch or something that you can explain in five to 10 words. This is what I do. If you are having to explain what you do in 
paragraph format or multiple paragraphs, you're not clear enough yet on what the problem you solve and how you solve it. And then I also want you to take it a step further and why do you solve that problem? What is it about that problem that grabs your attention? What is it about that problem that you know makes a significant difference in the lives of those you serve? And then I want you to take two or three questions about maybe things that you get confused about a lot. One for me, sometimes this business clarity map is kind of a grandiose vision statement, but sometimes I just need a one sentence phrase that reminds me, this is my vision. This is my mission. This is, this is what my business is about. This is why I'm in business. Sometimes I need a reminder of my core offer. Uh, Instead of getting distracted about all the little things I could do around it or all these little things that I could do, what am I, what is my core focus right now? What am I doing right now to serve my audience? It could also be that you need or would prefer to have inspiring quotes or uh, there's some really great prayers that can be included or a Bible verse, scripture, something that reminds you to stay on task and to stay focused. Once you have your clarity map, you're not done. I want you to take this and I want you to put it onto a document that's easy for you to read. You could do something in Canva where it's actually really pretty and inviting to read. It could be a simple Word doc that you print out and put into your planner or your put it on your wall in your office, something where you can see it on a regular basis and be reminded because there are the days that are hard. There are the days where those courses or those masterminds or those memberships that you've had your eye on for a long time and you're wondering, is this the right fit for me? You pull out your business clarity map and you run that decision through your map. Is it fitting my core values? Is it fitting the people that I love to serve? Will it help me serve them better? Is it fitting for my business type? Is it fitting for the type of problem I solve, how I solve it, and why I want to solve it? Your map now has become a filter in your decision making. It does make things a lot easier. Quick recap here. Your business clarity map needs to include these core items, these foundational items. Your list of five core values. Your best fit business type. What is your business personality and what what allows you to show up best for your clients? Whom do you serve? What is the primary problem you solve? How do you solve it and why do you solve it? And again, I want you to keep it visible. I want you to keep it where you can see it often and I want you to pull it out and review it on a regular basis. And definitely needs to be reviewed at least quarterly in your quarterly business review but it also needs to be updated anytime you have an aha, because once you have this in your uh, printed out and you have it ready or available for easy viewing, there are things that you're gonna learn along the way. As you listen to a podcast, as you do take a course, as you just get insight from the work that you're doing working with a client, then your map needs to be updated. As you get clearer, more concise, your map is gonna get easier to read, it's gonna become even a more impactful decision filter, And it's going to be a reminder that you actually do know what your business is about, what you are about as a business leader. And it's going to give you the clarity on the days that the clarity feels a little cloudy. Clarity is not an instant thing. It's not a one and done thing. It is a journey. And so we need a tool that reminds us of what we know today to be true. Is this set in stone? No, I don't think it is. I think it is something that grows with you and will change over time as you gain more experience, as you talk to more clients, 
as you find out more about yourself and also as you realize that your season of life is changing, your business clarity map is going to change. Do you have a business clarity map? Do you have a list somewhere of things that you know to be true about your business? If not, I would encourage you to take these six areas and start your own business clarity map today. And then also add on a few things that you know you need to be reminded of on a regular basis. Things that you have firmly in mind but not written out somewhere that helps you make decisions and helps you understand you and your business. I'd encourage you to start your business clarity map today. On your business clarity journey, I'd love to invite you to to download my business clarity assessment. This is an incredible tool that is simple to do and you can do it in a few minutes, but can really give you an idea of where you are in your business. What are you clear on? What are you not clear on? And these are, as we talked about in the episode today on the business clarity map, this will kind of tell you the questions that you can answer on your map and what might need a bit of work. The business clarity assessment is perfect if you are ready to stop guessing on what's keeping you stuck in your business, what's keeping you stuck from moving forward, what's making, what's keeping you stuck from making decisions. And it will help you discover your next steps that are required to grow or pivot your business. This assessment is a three-step process to help you assess where you are in your clarity journey. Isn't it time to design a business that you love and does not require you to burn the candle at both ends? Then download my business clarity assessment today at selastudios.co forward slash assessment. Thanks for joining me. I hope you found some clarity or an aha moment that inspires you to take some action today. Before you go, could I ask a favor? I would really appreciate it if you could take a few seconds and leave a review of this show in the Apple Podcast app. Your review really does make an impact and helps spread the word about this show and gets it in the hands of other women who are looking to build simple and sustainable businesses of their own. Until next time.